from the Lakeside Newsroom of the Henrico Citizen, your hometown news source since 2001. This is the Henrico News Minute with publisher Tom Lapis. The Henrico School Board discusses possible options for the return to school. We'll have details about that and other stories in today's Henrico News Minute for Monday, June 22, 2020. It's brought to you today by the Lakefield Muse Apartments. And now for the news. Henrico schools officials are considering three types of hybrid learning options for students who choose to return to school in person in the fall, while those who choose not to return in person will be able to participate in a virtual parallel learning plan from home. The three hybrid plans each would involve four days of learning, Tuesday through Friday instead of five. A half day of needs-based learning opportunities would be offered on Mondays for students to whom they're deemed applicable, according to Henrico Schools Chief of Staff Beth Tigan. In one hybrid plan, students would alternate days with one group attending in person Tuesdays and Thursdays, while the other group would do so Wednesdays and Fridays. The groups would work from home on the other days. In another plan, one group would attend school in person Tuesday through Friday each morning while the other group would attend on all four days in the afternoon. Both groups also would complete additional work at home during the other half of each day. The third option would send one group to school in person Tuesday through Friday while the other group learned from home and then the groups would switch the following week. Teachers would have a half-day workday each Monday as part of all three plans, according to Tigan, and the virtual learning portions of each plan would not involve any teacher-led learning or live streaming options. But students who selected the full-time virtual learning path would be assigned to a teacher who would conduct daily classes online and assign other online work as well. It's unclear whether those teachers would be from the same school their students are zoned to attend or not. During the time when students enrolled in a hybrid plan were working from home, teachers would use a variety of online and other assignments, including adaptive learning options, which Superintendent Amy Cashwell said could gauge their mastery of topics, then assign them relevant work based upon their various levels of knowledge, all while allowing their teachers to evaluate and react to their progress. The school system is using some of the roughly $9 million it's receiving as part of the Federal CARES Act to purchase adaptive learning programs. Now, Cashwell said none of the plans are set in stone. In fact, the school system is planning to send a survey out this week to its stakeholders seeking further input about these options and maybe other ideas from respondents. At some point during a follow-up survey, they will ask families to designate their intention for the coming school year, according to Cashwell, so that the division can solidify its plans. Whatever those plans end up being, the return to in-person learning will look different School officials are planning to have all staff members undergo daily temperature checks when they arrive to school, and they're asking them to wear masks whenever they are within six feet of students. Six feet of distance also will be maintained on school buses, in hallways, and in classrooms. That's one reason that the tentative plans for in-school learning call for only half the school to be in attendance at a given time. You can read much more about this topic on HenricoCitizen.com by clicking on Education. Well, the school board and board of supervisors will meet jointly tomorrow evening at 5 p.m. at Glen Allen High School to discuss the return to school, among other issues. The meeting is open to the public, but social distancing requirements will be in effect, and there will be no opportunity for public comment. On Thursday at the school board's virtual 
meeting and following the recommendation of Superintendent Amy Cashwell and other school system officials, the school board voted unanimously to begin the 2021-22 school year after Labor Day. The board had been weighing the idea of switching to a pre-Labor Day start, something that school system officials had sought for years but couldn't do because of the so-called King's Dominion Law, which required school divisions to earn individual state approval in order to start before the holiday. Henrico had never earned that permission, but last year the General Assembly repealed the law, giving all school divisions the right to start when they choose. But in part because of the COVID-19 pandemic and its impact on students this summer, and in part because Henrico is opening three updated versions of schools next year, board members opted for a post-Labor Day start for at least one more year. The new additions of Highland Springs and Tucker High Schools as well as a vastly expanded Holiday Elementary, are scheduled to open by September 8, 2021. That's the scheduled first day of school. Officials were hesitant to recommend an earlier start date since those projects are operating on accelerated timelines already and may not be done earlier. Also during Thursday's virtual school board meeting, Superintendent Amy Cashwell officially announced a number of personnel appointments. Some of those, including 10 new principal appointments, already were known, but... There were several new ones as well. Shady Grove Elementary School Principal Stacy Austin and Fair Oaks Elementary School Principal Candace Wilkerson will become the school system's directors of elementary school education. Wilder Middle School Principal Dia Champ will become the director of middle school education. And Verina High School Principal Anne-Marie Seeley will become the director of school quality. Loudoun County Public Schools Assistant Director of Transportation Jim Ellis was named Henrico's Director of Transportation. And Dale King, associate principal at Hungry Creek Middle School, was named principal of the Hermitage ACE Center. The appointees will begin their new roles July 1st when the school system's new fiscal year begins. U.S. Representative Abigail Spanberger and others have led the introduction of bipartisan legislation known as the National Never Forget Act, or National 9-11 Victims and Emergency Responders Flag of Remembrance, Gratitude, and Education for Tomorrow Act. It would designate the Freedom Flag, which was designed by Henrico restaurant owner Richard Melito, a national symbol of the nation's commitment to honoring and remembering those who lost their lives in the attacks. The legislation would require the Freedom Flag to be flown each year on September 11th and each subsequent day through the end of September at the U.S. Capitol, the White House, each national cemetery, major Department of Defense installations, Department of Veterans Affairs, medical centers, and each U.S. Postal Service post office. Melito sketched the rendering of what would eventually become the Freedom Flag days after the September 11th attacks. As of 2018, the flag is an official emblem of the Commonwealth of Virginia. You can read more about this story on HenricoCitizen.com. Well, the Henrico County Office of Virginia Cooperative Extension is sponsoring a free project to encourage youngsters to grow their own pumpkins. The 4-H Pumpkin Project, Grow and Show, is intended for youth ages 5 to 18, and it includes seeds, a project book, and instructions. Participants are encouraged to register online by Friday, June 26th. Supplies can be mailed or picked up in person at the Extension Office in the Human Services Building at the Western Government Center. Participants will be encouraged to track their pumpkins' growth from seed to harvest, and then on October 10th, Henrico Extension will recognize the heaviest and largest pumpkins and judge the project books and photo diaries. For details, call 501-5160 or visit henrico.us backslash extension. 
Well, there's a new drive through COVID-19 testing option available this week in Glen Allen. Kroger Health will offer the testing at Richmond Stryker Park Tuesday through Thursday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. each day. You can register for the testing at thelittleclinic.com backslash drive-through-testing. Through is spelled T-H-R-U. And if you're eligible, you can select the testing date and time. Testing will be conducted through a self-administered nasal swab. Also this week, the Henrico Health Department will host a COVID-19 community testing event from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Thursday at the Eastern Henrico Recreation Center. The event will be held rain or shine. To register, call the department's COVID-19 hotline at 205-3501 between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Limited walk-up testing also will be offered while supplies last. And a reminder that we've got two other podcasts you may want to check out. Today's new episode of Monday Moms features a conversation with U.S. Congresswoman Abigail Spanberger about what it's like to work from home while being in Congress and having three kids. And you can also get caught up on our last two episodes of Today in Henrico, brief audio conversations with Henrico newsmakers. On Friday, we spoke with Michael Riley of the Virginia Department of Fire Programs. And today's conversation is with Rick Jeffrey, the Special Olympics of Virginia president. Check them both out on HenricoCitizen.com by clicking podcasts. Today's Henrico News Minute has been brought to you by the Lakefield Muse Apartments and Townhomes. For great carefree living in Richmond, look no further. These Henrico apartments for rent have everything you want in your home. Comfort, style, convenience, all with private entrances and an ideal location near I-64 off Laburnum Avenue South. You'll love their new renovated one, two, and three-bedroom garden-style apartments or maximize your space in a two-bedroom townhome. For details, browse lakefieldmuseapts.com or call 804-222-7777. That website again is lakefieldmuseapts.com.